just because the first date might be awkward doesn't mean the second date isn't worth it or it won't be awkward you know so men continue to be per- courageous and pursue women and yeah. for all you men that have done that thank you like thank you so much and for women say yes like yes is not saying yes to a marriage proposal mm-hmm. yo what's up welcome back to the podcast this is koji i'll be your host on this episode i got to talk to one of our staff members bianca um this was recorded in the summer and this was maybe a few days or a week or so before her and her now husband got married and we talked about why we don't think people date anymore or maybe people just don't know what dating is i don't know i yeah it's it's just it was a fun candid conversation very last minute and bianca has a lot of great things to say i learned a lot again eye-opening as always just hearing another person's perspective Um, yeah without further ado sit back relax Bianca Herrera. I work for the Culture Project and I'm Puerto Rican. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. I'm not that exciting. You're Bianca, you're Puerto Rican, and you work for the Culture Project. And I love sushi. And you love sushi. Mm -hmm. Great. What kind? Uh, That's really hard. Um, Temporal, all the way, all the time. Temporal sushi? Any. Like, yeah. Okay. Or just fresh sushi, too. Mm. None of like the basic, like Philadelphia or California roll. (laughs) That's just like, okay, what are we, like 12, you know? <laughs> it's like a beginner sushi. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If no, you never true. graduate from there, then you can't say you love sushi. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think I think I started with a California roll also, and mm. I, I loved it. And then I moved my way up and up and up and up. and Now you eat I raw th- octopus. Uh, I, I wouldn't do that. I think I would do that if I was like in Japan or something, mm. or if I know like this is like really fresh. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just like at some janky sushi restaurant, mm. I don't want to risk that. Um, not to think I'm gonna get poisoned, but just like it won't be that good, so it's not really an experience. Mm. So, yeah, I'll only go that weird if it's fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or I think one exception to that rule is uni, which is sea urchin. Oh yeah, I'll eat that. It's so good. <laughs> Sorry, I draw the line. <laughs> this is gross. It literally looks like poop. Yeah. Yeah, it literally looks like poop. You're but eating then, poop. But then you eat it, and you're like, oh, it's so good. That's how I feel at least. So, yeah. But okay, so I think that one of the reasons why we wanted this podcast is because here at CP we just have a lot of conversations at lunch and mm. just in general and like. Um, We've had so many moments where we uh, we have a really good conversation and someone will just go, oh, I wish that was like a podcast, mm. you know, like, and I think it's because like through the art of conversation, we get to come to a conclusion or mm. we, we get to learn about something, mm-hmm. something new, um, something profound mm-hmm. and also learning like another person's perspective, which is mm-hmm. beautiful especially mm-hmm. when it comes to like the topics that we talk about at the mm-hmm. culture project. And yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of um, like our mission is so integrated in our lives that mm. that's just what we talk about normally, mm. you know, like topics of like chastity and um, human dignity, like all the th- hot topics that are going on in the world right now mm-hmm. is it's a, it's just the reality. And 
um, yeah, that's like our casual conversation. Sometimes, not all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll, we'll talk about random stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, one of those topics that gets brought up quite often is the topic of like dating. Mm. Um, so I guess like, I just wanted to know, like, what's what's your take on dating now, now in 2019? Oh, do we date in 2019? No, we don't date in 2019. It's non-existent. We've lost the art of dating. It's like I wrote that before. Yep, you definitely <laughs> did. Bianca has a blog out. So if you want to check out Shameless the blog, <laughs> thecultureproject.org slash blog. Blog. Blogs or blog. I don't know. I should know that. You should know that. Yeah. It's okay. Um, I think, like I said, I think we do, we've lost the art of dating. And even, um, even though I've never seen the dating project before, which I feel like a bad culture project missionary for saying that. Um, I've heard so much about it that I feel like I've watched it. So just like even hearing about the dating project and kind of like what we gather from there, like we're perfectly comfortable and fine having a one night stand with somebody, but the thought of dating someone, going on a date with somebody, sitting face to face with them, having conversation, it's terrifying. And so we just have settled for this, this um, idea of love or like this non-committal thing because I think we fear commitment so much. Um, and then though, like if you're on the flip side, if you are like in the Catholic world or you do want to start dating, no one knows how to date. So many awkward dates now. No, unfortunately not to bash on men, but some men don't know how to ask women on dates, but also some women don't know how to receive dates and just say, Mm. yeah, let's go on a date because half the time some of the women think that it's a marriage proposal. Mm. And it's (laughs) like, no, you don't need to know if you're going to marry the guy. The whole point of dating is to get to know the person. So I think we've even forgotten what dating is because I think oftentimes too, we think like, oh, dating means that this person's my boyfriend. Uh, no, dating means you're going on a date, getting to know the other person to discern whether or not you should enter into that next step. So, yeah. 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 I think, I think, I mean, you hit it right on the head in my opinion. Podcast done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, tune in next time. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I definitely want to like dissect this more because there's Mm -hmm. something I learned about dating is that there's so many layers to it. Mm -hmm. It's impossible to just be like, oh, this is the silver bullet. Mm-hmm. intentionality like yes that is a very important mm-hmm. thing but at the same time you touched on um like women not knowing how to receive mm-hmm. um and that's something that i personally have have encountered at least mm-hmm. like just i often find myself thinking like okay if i say date to this girl will she think i'm, I'm weird will she mm. think it's too forward mm-hmm. and oftentimes i mean so for me like I go online, like I, mm-hmm. I'm on Catholic Match, and if I see someone that I would like to get to know, I'm pretty straight. Hey there, straightforward. ladies. Yeah, I'm like, hey, like, <laughs> hey, I would love to take you out mm-hmm. on a date. Yeah. And like, <laughs> usually it's just like red, and then like that's it. And I'm like, okay, like, mm. I, I, mm. what is that? Did I did mm-hmm. I say something wrong? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't put any emojis on there, no weird yeah. winky faces, <laughs> you know? All like, the awkward winky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like. And I have done that in the past because I didn't know. Mm. Like, until this day, I don't know. It's still a risk because mm-hmm. I just don't know how this woman is going to receive yeah. what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, I think that's like my biggest struggle as a guy. Like, I just hope that they don't think it's weird because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm just trying to get to know you. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Like, and then if it doesn't work out, then bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool. Then, you know. Thank you, next. Yeah. It's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, okay. So you, you're now with the Culture Project mm-hmm. and this is your, what year? Third year. Your third year. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and prior to that, like, okay, so since since we were part of the Culture Project, we talk about dating a lot. Mm-hmm. We really do, actually. Yeah. I think, I think a lot more than we think. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Um, why do you think that is? Why do we talk about it so much? Yeah. Um, besides the fact that you don't think people know how to date. Besides the fact that I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I think we talk about it because it's a part of our reality every single day. When you're talking about chastity, when you're talking about human dignity, you talk about all the things that relate to it. So we can't talk about um, dating without talking about chastity because it's closely linked to it. You know, like emotional chastity, um, physical chastity, <laughs> if mm-hmm. that's a thing. Physical chastity. Yeah. Um, so we, we talk about that stuff because it's all integrated. It's all intertwined. Um intertwined and then relationships like our whole missions about relationships so every aspect of relationships dating relationships romantic relationships friendships xyz you name it we're talking about it um so it makes sense also i don't know why but when you join the culture project people automatically think you're like a dating expert so oftentimes a lot of questions that we'll get in the classroom are related to dating because we talk about like how chastity really equips us and helps us to discern is this a loving relationship or is this a lustful relationship and we talk about you know an aspect of the virtue of chastity saving sex and all sexually intimate acts from marriage so we naturally talk about dating relationships as we intertwine to that so then the students are like okay then how do i ask a girl out on a date what happens like um do I have to say the word date? What does a guy mean when he says this and that? And so we like dive into all those things. So I think it's natural. And the reason why we talk about it, I think it's, we talk about it so often because it's like right in front of our face. Like, why would we not talk about it? You know? Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I think upon like listening to you and like just thinking about this question as well as I think for us, it's a huge part of, um, like it's just a huge problem in our culture. Mm-hmm. Not just dating in general, but, like I guess what what I'm trying to say is that dating is a part of marriage. Yeah. Like it's if we don't know how to date well, it's mm-hmm. I I feel I feel like it's going to be a lot harder for us to enter into marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and dating doesn't end once you get married too. What was that? Dating doesn't end once you get married too. Like you That's have right. to take your you have to continuously pursue somebody. And I'd say like dating is the art of pursuit, like learning how to pursue somebody. Um, learning how to like learning about the other getting to know them and once you get married to somebody it's not like oh I know everything about you our dating history is over no it's continuing continuously going and expanding and it's actually really important as a married couple that you are going on dates getting to rediscover the other person and not just like learning to live side by side or falling into this like temptation or life like oh I know everything about you there's nothing new to discover about you um yeah yeah I've definitely seen been in those relationships i mean before i practiced the virtue of chastity before Mm. i like you know decided to live a life of virtue i definitely have fallen into the temptation of like well i know everything about this girl now um now what yeah and i would end the relationship because i would be like bored yeah um (laughs) and there's so many more wounds and everything that i still had to work through i just didn't know how to do that Mm -hmm. but and nor was I aware. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty young, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's so true. I mean, I'm I'm so hopeful whenever I see like couples who have been together for so long, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. the love that you see in them, 
far surpasses the love that I've seen in like younger couples because yeah. they've gone through so much mm-hmm. and they've just learned how to. So yesterday I was actually watching Up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> my heart. Uh, I actually didn't finish it because I've seen it before. I, I think I just really wanted to see the beginning. Mm, yeah. Which is just like, if you guys haven't seen Up, you have to go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime right now. It's free. Um, <laughs> it's so good. Like the music, mm, animation, yeah. story character develop everything so good Mm -hmm. but if you haven't seen it i'm gonna spoil it maybe so Um, tune out right now yeah (laughs) so just seeing the couple like mr fredrickson and ellie Mm -hmm. carl and ellie their relationship was just so it was cute i mean Mm -hmm. i get it it's a movie like it's supposed to be like that but it gets so real (laughs) yeah so i remember watching it for the first time in the theaters Mm -hmm. and that scene where she's in the uh, clinic oh yeah i'm like how dare Pixar yeah. do this to me? They went there. Yeah. And it was so real. And mm-hmm. just seeing that growth and then like mm-hmm. she passes away. And you're like, yeah. Oh, it's even worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yesterday, Randall sent me a message and he said, there's this really cute old couple that are on a date together and they're like holding hands and they don't have their phones. They're just uh, looking at each other. Uh, it was just like so adorable. Oh and when you gosh. hear about that, like old people, you're like, Oh my gosh, like this gives me so much hope. Like they're so in love. They're not mm-hmm. consumed by their phone or media or, um, yeah. And we don't know their story, but it was just beautiful to see two people. And at that, and he was saying like, you can see, like see the love on their face that they have for the other. Um, it just shows you like dating doesn't, just stop and continues going and you're invested sorry yeah no you're good so who's randall he's just some guy just kidding no (laughs) randall (laughs) is my fiance soon to be husband and 20 some days but who's counting but no one's counting not that i have a countdown um yeah and we've been together for over three and a half years so nice Mm -hmm. And within that year, you guys also serve with the Culture Project together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. So we we dated one year together, and then the last two years have both been a part of the Culture Project. Nice. Whether both serving as missionaries or now both of us in support staff. So, yeah. Sweet, mm-hmm. sweet. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Are you an educator or youth minister? Schedule a Culture Project speaker now. Through dynamic presentations, our speakers are equipped to tackle the topics plaguing our youth today. Schedule us at thecultureproject.org. Are you thinking about becoming a missionary with the Culture Project? Do you share our passion for these topics? Have you ever thought about using your gifts to make an impact in the world? Apply to be a Culture Project missionary today at thecultureproject.org. Do you want to be a part of something bigger? Do you want to go on mission, but your current life situation doesn't necessarily allow for the lifestyle of a missionary? Here at The Culture Project, we rely on spiritual and financial support from people like you to ensure that this message is being sent out. Consider donating today at thecultureproject.org. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Um, now, I would love to know more about the propose, proposal because oh. that's that's what everyone asks Classic. but i think i think what i what i do want to um focus more on is um from from a woman's perspective what is it like to have someone pursue you the way randall did mm, it's a gift um i was reading this 
I was listening to this podcast, ironically, not this podcast, another podcast. And they were talking about um, the the desires of, of men and women's hearts. Like, yes, we all have a desire to be seen, wanted and loved. That's innate in every human person. But it was saying something like men have a desire to know they're adequate and women have a desire to know that they're loved. Like that that somebody wants to like love them. Mm. I could also be completely making that up. I can't remember. <laughs> Bullying, it was something like that. But, but what they were saying was like, oh, or a woman want to know that they are beautiful, um, mm-hmm. which was the big thing. And so when you when you are pursued by a man, like Randall pursued me very intentionally, like from the moment that we met, very intentional and very clear about his intentions. Um, also so happened to be reading Emotional Virtue by Sarah Swafford. So <laughs> if you haven't read that book yet, it's for men and women. Shout out Sarah uh, Swafford. Shout out. And it was pivotal in our, in just even like the pursuit of the other and like being intentional of, of clearly stating where we were at and um, striving for that emotional chastity. Um, and so when you are pursued by somebody who takes so much time and desire to just genuinely get to know you and you don't have this um this fear of like oh he's just using me for for my body or he's just using me to get something out of me um when you are pursued so purely it like creates a space for you to feel more like yourself or more more alive um randall has made me feel um and has led me to be more of a woman that god has created me to be than any other relationship that i had before him it's um, awesome. Yeah, and it called me on. Like he called me on and out. Um, but it was crazy because it's it was this weird because it's this. I think sometimes we have this um, strange idea in our culture that when we say that as women we were created to receive, hmm. it's almost like this repression on women of like, oh, mm-hmm. woman, just because you were created to receive, doesn't you can't lead. You have to stay silent. You have to like X, Y, and Z, um, which is such a lie. And I had to like dispel that lie in my own head and my own heart. Um, and to learn to actually know like the art of receiving is a beautiful strength and gift that we as women have. And because Randall was able to create that space for me and just his like authentic masculinity and his pursuit of me and his like masculinity, um, not only did I receive well or strive to receive well, but it created that space for me to be more of the woman that I am and then called me on, like I said already, to higher virtue and then called me on to even greater leadership. Um, and then my like pursuit for virtue and my desire for greater leadership or desire to be a greater woman of God also called Randall out and on as well. Um, so it's just like interesting um, dance you could say that's played between the complementarity of sexes. It really just the complementarity really just pushes both to towards Christ and like yeah, it just pushes you up. If you could see what I was doing with my hands, you would totally get what I'm saying. Um, and so, and, and that was a gift. Like it's a, it's a gift to be pursued like that. Cause there are, there was wounds within my own heart of like men pursuing me, um, just to get something out of me, just to use me. And that like leaves a woman like deeply wounded or then you believe the lie like, oh, there's no such good men out there. Um, which is such a lie. Oh my gosh. There's so many good men. Um, plug for my men in the culture project uh if you ever want a good man uh date a culture project missionary <laughs> um so many great brothers in this mission um but yeah so it's it's dispelling that lie that there's no should sing as a, a good man um but randall being that example like no this is like a man who like loves god and is 
pursuing me and continues to pursue me to this day and leads me in ways that I didn't even know I needed to be led and has healed so many aspects of my heart mm-hmm. that I didn't even know um, needed healing. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's pretty great. Yeah. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Randall. Um, yeah. I'm excited for, for your guys's um, vocation. That's, yeah. I mean, whenever I see a young couple, like just a, a caveat of now, like seeing young couple, like mm-hmm. going and, pursuing the lord in this way mm-hmm. through their vocation of marriage i get so happy yeah because um especially if i know them because i know that they know that it's a cross mm-hmm. and it's their way to heaven mm-hmm. and it's not this lovey-dovey story Mm-mm. um god might have used that to get you guys yeah. together and to um to make you guys commit yeah. Not make you, but to invite you mm-hmm. to to this life of commitment, mm-hmm. which I think, again, like, I think that probably ties into the whole topic of this, like, we don't know how to date anymore yeah. because we don't want to commit. Mm-hmm. We don't want to commit because we don't want to get hurt. We mm-hmm. don't want to get hurt because we don't have hope. Mm-hmm. We don't have hope because I don't know where I'm going with this. That's yeah. <laughs> No, no, it's real. We don't have yeah, hope. Yeah. I'd, I'd say like we don't have hope because I think the reason why a huge factor into why we don't date now or why people are choosing more non-committal relationships is because we've seen a huge rise in the divorce rate. You look around, like there's so many broken families, so mm-hmm. many broken homes. So in your first model of love, of what it means to like pursue the other, the complementarity between them and men and women is broken mm-hmm. and like and and we know that with sin it's never it's never personal it's always like it always affects the other and it affects all of us mm-hmm. so like my sin that i commit affects somebody in africa that i've never met before because that's a ripple effect it has and divorce is never just about like the husband and wife just breaking ties breaking that covenant it actually affects the family it affects the kids and how they see each other and it's, it's generational. Like I think about my mm. own grandparents, my grandparents on my mom's side are divorced and it's crazy how their divorce has affected me and even my own view of love and my own view of relationships because how it affected my mom and it changed her own view. So it's just crazy, like the ripple effect that it has. And so when we saw a rise in divorce and we see a rise in broken families, it makes sense to me as to why more and more millennials, like I'll label us like the millennials, yep. the young people today, don't want to date because yeah. it's like, well, look what happens when you date or you enter, enter into a committed relationship. Like you get hurt, you're left broken. Yeah. Um, but even so, like even if a relationship is done right, like I'm so passionate about this, even if a relationship is done right, like you both are pursuing the virtue of chastity. Like we have to live in the reality that relationships end in one of two ways. Either they end like <laughs> bye Felicia or you go, you end up in marriage. Yeah. But just because a relationship ends, just because you experience that heartache doesn't necessarily mean that relationship was bad. doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean that relationship was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Like love is always worth the risk and love is always worth the heartache. I firmly believe that. Um, and I believe like, especially like when we are living out chaste and holy relationships and if it ends, like then that man or that woman has prepared you to be like prepared you for your future spouse or for yeah. that next relationship. Um, and so we can't just like, I, th- I think sometimes as Catholic couples or Catholic young adults, sometimes we over discern. We're like, I'm going to, I think that we should go on a date to the Adoration Chapel and just like discern if we want to take this to the next step. Like, okay. Like you're over discerning. Like you're never going to know for certain. You're never going to know like a hundred percent. 
Um, is this person I'm supposed to date? Is this really going to last? Is this going to be forever? But that's like part of the risk of putting yourself out there. And so I think we've gotten afraid of that. We've gotten afraid of this like commitment. Um, so it's easier. We've convinced ourselves that it's easier to kind of like put up these walls or to guard and protect our heart than to risk it for love. But T.S. Lewis has that wonderful quote that I won't try to attempt to on say. On vulnerability. Yeah, on vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, that shatters me. And I have to like yeah. read all the time when I'm tempted not to be vulnerable with Randall. Yeah. You, you, yeah, I can't. No, I'm not. So gonna. love is to be vulnerable. No, no, not that one. The one that's like, no. no. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Cody. I actually have it saved on my phone. Hold on, hold on. Is it? C- it's C.S. Lewis. Right? It is a C.S. Lewis. Quote. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Oh, different quote. Um, the four loves quote. To love is to yeah, awkward. It is that one. To love is to. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Koji. I was, I was like, like, no, sorry. Like, wait a second. Really? You're like, there's another one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm the C.S. Lewis nerd here. Yeah, Just kidding. But it says to love at all is to be vulnerable. Love anything in your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. And you read that and you're like, swerve, bye, Felicia. I don't want that. <laughs> um, but then he gets into say, like, if you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it carefully around with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up in the safe casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. And I think that just speaks volumes as to where we're at in our culture today mm-hmm. and what a lot of young people are striving to, are, are doing out of like yeah. fear, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, to, to sum it all up, I believe this is one of the reasons why, yeah, we don't date. Mm-hmm. Um, for so long, I've... It's really funny because I would I would not go on dates or ask girls out on dates because I'm scared and then I'd convince myself, Oh, I'll just be on a dating fest. You know, like <laughs> you know, like I'll like yeah. I'll, I'll like make a virtue out of it, which <laughs> it just isn't true. I was actually yeah. being the opposite of virtuous. Mm-hmm. I was running away, I was acting in fear. Mm-hmm. Um versus actually not waiting for the fear to go away, but to act despite of fear mm. to pursue this woman. Cause I've, uh, I've, I've gone, I've gone on dates and you know, like they're awesome, holy, amazing women. Um, but it just didn't, you, we just chose not to move forward with it. Mm-hmm. And I've learned so much from those processes that, um, I think one of the big less biggest lessons that I took from that was if, even if the, uh, date or like the relationship didn't move forward my hope was that at least like oh i hope that she at least felt like honored Mm. and seen Mm -hmm. and she understands that she was worth the risk Mm. everyone knows how hard it is to ask someone out on a date Mm -hmm. like that's not a surprise like we all know that Mm -hmm. right especially like the guys like yeah sorry men we're like freaking (laughs) out like oh how do I say this? How do I say this? How do yeah. I, don't, don't, don't be weird. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. And then we go do it and we're like, so weird. So awkward. <laughs> right. Just like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, date, you know? Like, um, but at the end of the day, like my, you know, if, if for all the men listening out there, if, if this hopefully helps you to change your mindset a mm. little bit, to make this a, not about you, mm-hmm. like seriously, like if we're actually called to be men and to be selfless, if you're called to marriage, mm-hmm. if you're called to be a husband, mm-hmm. you need to stop thinking about yourself mm-hmm. so dang much. Mm-hmm. 
and it should start with dating. Yeah. Like it should start with, all right, I'm probably going to make a fool out of myself or it's going to feel like that at least. Mm -hmm. Um, but actually you're not going to look like a fool. Actually, I, if, if I do ever see a guy Mm -hmm. ask someone out on a date for the first time, if I just so happen to like see one, (laughs) right. (laughs) I don't know if, if this will ever happen, but let's say I'm like at a Starbucks and I just see like a dude just go up to a girl and say, Hey, I saw you from across the room. I just thought you were really, really cute. I don't know. Like I saw you had a Bible. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Can I, can I get your number? I'd love to take Mm -hmm. you out for coffee sometime. If I saw that, I'd, I'd probably like turn to like, bro, Mm -hmm. good job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, like good job. And, and, and if she says no, just gracefully like, great. Well, thank you. Hope you have a good day. Mm. You know, and hopefully like that, at least like made the woman feel appreciated and yeah. seen. And so I don't know. That's that's helped me at least. Mm-hmm. Um so Do you have any like words of encouragement for men who um like have either like suffered the rejection? Because I know sometimes what we hear a lot from men is like, I keep asking women out for dates, but they keep saying no to me, like blah 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 blah. Um not to bash on men. I'm not bashing on men here. Cause you guys had the like the heavier burden with this whole dating thing. You actually have to ask the women out on dates. Um, but how, like any, any advice on how to handle that rejection or to handle that? No. Um, and then like, and then if they're, they live in that fear of like, I've asked, I've asked like several girls out and they've said no to me. Like, how do I continue to find the courage to continue to ask a woman out? I think it starts before you even ask the girl out on a date. Mm. Um, I think it starts with being open to the idea that this, again, this isn't about me, mm-hmm. you know, like um, having that disposition of really wanting to honor the woman, mm. um, you know, and like not to have a a tally of how yeah. many, you know what I mean? It's not, it's mm-hmm. not like that, but it's, it's a hard integration and it's, it's something that I learned through time and like a lot of just life experience and a lot of failures really. Mm -hmm. So uh, just like a word of encouragement, like if you're failing, you're probably doing it right. Mm -hmm. Just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a hard reality. There's no like silver bullet. Mm. Like, cause every situation is going to be different. Yeah. True that. Um, But I have had more experience, like a better experience asking girls out in person. Mm. I will say that like, like the, the person to person, or even like a phone call is way better than the whole like online thing. Oh in yeah. My opinion. Um, don't slide into your DMs. Yeah, not unless you don't have a phone number. Then you can say, hey girl, can I have your number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. But don't make the ask over. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, Cause it's, yeah, you won't, mm-hmm. a lot can get lost in just mm-hmm. like reading. So. It, there's something about like hearing the person's voice and the per- per- person's tone. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess that would be my advice. Yeah. But, all right. Well, I think we're going to end the podcast here. Yeah. Um, Bianca, thank you so much for your time. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be praying for your, you and Randall as you guys move forward. Um, maybe I don't even know if we're going to publish this. I think we should. We'll see. Maybe like as a bonus episode, Ooh. but yeah, do you have any last words? My last words. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, my last thoughts are um, 
change the tide, change the culture, ask people out on dates, go on dates. And just because the first date might be awkward doesn't mean the second date isn't worth it or it won't be awkward, you know? So men continue to be courageous and pursue women. And for all you men that have done that, thank you. Like, thank you so much. And for women, say yes. Like, yes is not saying yes to a marriage proposal. Mm -hmm. Just say yes to the man. Like, even if you're like, I don't know, like, I don't know if I want it. Like, I don't think I can see myself. I don't care. Say yes still. Like, you don't know. Like, I've heard stories of girls saying, like, I just decided to say yes. And when my husband first asked me, I was like, I don't know if we're going (laughs) to, but I made this commitment that I was going to say yes. And then, bam, they've been married for, like, 10 years. So, say yes. There you go. Okay. How was that? Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I think one takeaway I have from that is I think one of the main reasons why people don't date is because it's so vulnerable. It is such a scary thing to do to let someone know that you're interested in the risk of them not feeling the same way. And it hurts. It really hurts. But I think if we have the mentality, if we have that, um, that goal of really pursuing someone uh, for the sake of a vocation and to start starting a family and not making it so much about just having that person say yes, I think we'll have a better outlook on it because it'll help us just like enter into if we're, if we are called to marriage, it really will help us enter into that vocation of being vulnerable for the sake of the vocation um, and not for your sake, not for your security. Um, Yeah. I thought that was so good. So um, if you, so thank you for listening. If you haven't done so already, please, please leave us a review. Give us five stars or four or three. No less than three, please. <laughs> and um, if you haven't done so, also, please follow us on all the social media accounts at The Culture Project, INTL. And we'll see you guys in the next one.